perspective, I think there's been this fear that exercise is somehow going to be dangerous. Uh, and it's quite the contrary. After that first day, when they say you have cancer, there's a new person born. You know, there's this thing called new normal. I, th I think they don't really maybe understand how much it's going to help them. Each patient and each survivor is going to be experiencing different side effects, different experiences. The positive is that it's, it's never too late. Welcome to the REACH podcast, where you'll hear from researchers, doctors and patients themselves on how exercise, nutrition and lifestyle behaviors can reduce cancer risk and improve survivorship. I'm your host, Kieran Fairman. Hey, welcome back to episode 34 of the Reach Podcast. We're back after, uh, <laughs> I can't even say the Christmas break anymore because it's now mid-February. But we're back after a little bit of a break. Um, I could say I was really busy and working on a lot of things, but to be honest with you, I just got lazy. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate everyone reaching out to me and telling me I was lazy. Um, especially a big shout out to Laura Marcotte, who caught me in the office and called me out for doing so. So... He's kind of gave me the kick up the arse I needed to get back in gear. And uh, this episode is just kind of a welcome back. Um, I'm going to talk about a few things we got lined up with the podcast, with Reach Beyond Cancer, um, some plans for 2018, and, and uh, some other programs we got going on. So the first big thing is, uh, if you remember the episode episode 32, I think I did with Tori Desenza, we talked about the Hero Cancer Health Program in Columbus, Ohio, where we're looking for cancer survivors to participate in an exercise program. So this program is done through Grandview Pro Fitness. Uh, Sean Bailey has been really gracious in donating a lot of his facilities to us. So if you know anyone who is in the Columbus, Ohio region, or at least can travel to us two-ish times a week, um, we're probably going to do a class on a Tuesday or Thursday evening and then kind of a Saturday morning class you are welcome to come to one or all of them if you'd like. And like I said, we have we have a few spots left. We're closing up pretty quickly, but we're looking to start the program sometime in March or April. Um, with the program, you'll get hands-on personal training from qualified professionals. Um, all of us are trained in, in uh, cancer exercise training, so we've experienced in working with cancer survivors. And you'll also get some really important measurements of uh, health and fitness. So we'll get uh, a measure of aerobic capacity. We'll also get you on a DEXA, which is a really sophisticated piece of equipment that not only tells you your body composition and your ratio of lean body mass to body fat, it also gives you a picture of your bone mineral density and your risk of things like osteoarthritis and osteoporosis. So a really, really valuable uh, measure of health outcomes and something that's quite expensive to get and you'll get all of this free as a part of that program so again if you know anyone in and around the columbus ohio area who's interested in this program give me a shout if you want to go on to reachbeyondcancer.com go to the contact page you can email me through that you can dm me on twitter at kieran fairman or you can go on to uh, instagram at kieran fa c-i-a-r-a-n-f-a and um, reach me through any of those uh kind of mediums and I will forward you on to Tori and we'll get you into the program. The next big thing um, and the reason I'm telling you this is because it has a kind of an uh, implication for the podcast. I was lucky enough to be offered a position as a postdoctoral researcher at Edith Cowan University over in Perth in Australia. Um, when I say this is a dream job, 
this is what I've been working for for the past 10 years. I mean, to I'm I'm so grateful to Rob Newton, Daniel Gavell and and the search committee for for choosing me and I mean, uh, I put something up on Twitter the other day where it's kind of saying, you know, my ma got diagnosed with breast cancer 8 years ago. Um I was I was on my own in in Kentucky over the Christmas break when she got diagnosed and and I was on my own listening to her going through surgery and going through chemo and radiation and and um, just the devastating effects that had on her both physiologically and mentally, and there was a lot of guilt with me being over in Kentucky and not being there to help her, and there was also the other part of me saying, well, you know, the things that she's experiencing in terms of negative side effects of treatment, the positive side effects of exercise kind of mirror that, and so that that incident, uh, my my own mother getting breast cancer was a catalyst um changed the shape of my my career changed a lot of things in me as a person and just gave me the drive to keep going and and pretty much for the guts of that eight years i've been i've been working in any and all sorts of avenues trying to make an impact trying to help people like my man so to be able to go over to perth to do this postdoc for at least three years and, and potentially have an impact and some of the trials they've got going on are really really cool um i i plan to rope a few of them into doing a few episodes to talk about the implication of their trials but um just top of the line stuff and i'm so excited to go over there the reason i'm telling you this um is because it's going to have a little bit of an implication on the podcast so right right now or up until now we've been doing uh, an episode a week and kind of one of the reasons for a little bit of delay and getting back was I was trying to figure out how to do it um just a couple of things in my own head I was very cautious of making keeping the podcast relevant and and trying to prevent it from being monotonous in kind of beating the, a dead horse in terms of exercise is good and that being the main message and the only message to take away um I really try and highlight the intricacies of exercise prescription or, or programming in this population um, I also want to keep the survivor and the patient perspective because I think a lot of people have been reaching out getting telling me they've been getting a lot of value out of that um, I need to bring more MDs on I do have a couple of registered dietitians lined up as well which will go more in depth into nutrition um, but I have more goals for 2018 to kind of keep it comprehensive but not not kind of beat a dead horse, not overload you with the same message over and over. Um, so we'll actually move from once a week to once every two weeks. Uh, the the main reason is, as I said, to try to keep it relevant and uh, not kind of overload you. But the other reason is the way the way I work and the way my mind works is I'm all in or I'm not. And I would be afraid that if I was to try and do this every week as I have been um, I'd get overwhelmed with the postdoc um, you know obviously first and foremost my commitment is to Edith Cowan and the research that they, they've got going on and I'd rather go more infrequently and go every two weeks and keep the podcast at a high quality that's giving you valuable information than try and put myself under pressure to put it out every week and it's rushed and you know some people may have heard towards the end of last year um they did get a little bit more more rushed i was a little bit you know i, was, I wasn't burnt out but i was kind of getting a bit stretched and i was getting lazy with it 
and the podcast quality was suffering. So I want to maintain a really high quality going forward. And I hope that reducing it to every two weeks as opposed to every week will do so. So hopefully that'll be a way to keep pushing forward. Um, the other really exciting thing is I've been lucky enough to partner up with Fingal Body Transformations in Dublin. Uh, Sean Coyle has, you know, grew up with the guy, but he, he owns a, a couple of gyms in Dublin and they're phenomenal. Some of the biggest gyms in, in Ireland. And we're actually putting on a clinic or, or a workshop this December in Ireland, um, an exercise oncology workshop where I talk about the side effects of cancer treatment, um, how to program exercise around these, some site-specific considerations in terms of how do you work with a breast cancer patient versus a prostate cancer survivor, things like that. And, uh, you know, similar to the to the ECU gig, uh, one of my biggest passions and, and drives has been to educate myself as much as possible and get experience as much experience as I can to be able to bring that back to Ireland and hopefully improve the field and hopefully get the awareness out of what we do and so um that is something i'm really really excited about it's on the 15th of december i know it's fairly early so expect me to keep kind of bugging you about it the the closer we get to it but uh if you know for some reason you're crazy enough to sign up for it now again you can go on to reachbeyondcancer.com and you can go on to events and seminars um, and you'll see the link for the eventbrite link where you can purchase your tickets there um, but again, it's something that I'm so excited about. It's it's not just limited to professionals in the in this area. Um, cancer patients and survivors are more than welcome to come along. Uh, we have a few signed up already, so it's going to be a blend of information for professionals, but also some takeaways for patients and survivors themselves. So that's going to be a great event, and I hope to see as many of you there in Ireland as as possible this coming uh, Christmas. And hopefully, that will be the first of many seminars. And we'll put on both in Ireland and across the the world in terms of um, just getting into as many avenues as I can to promote awareness of our field and really get the word out there in um, the latest research in in this area. The other thing I've got going on, or or at least uh, I'm trying to move forward in, is I'm I'm just really bad at the the social media. Um, Twitter, to be fair, is is great. Um, if you follow me at Kieran Fa or sorry, at Kieran Fairman on Twitter, um, there's regular discussion on how to program ca- for cancer patients, survivors, how to uh, interpret research. Um, one, I'll actually give a really quick and big shout out to the University of British Columbia have a clinical exercise physiology lab, and they have a really strong presence on Twitter at the minute. They actually have this kind of uh, thing that they're doing called 365 papers where every day for the next 365 days, uh, they're putting out a paper in relation to airfield, in relation to exercise oncology. Um, you know, some of it is on the history, some of it is on the latest research, some of it is on translation of research, and it's doing a really good job at facilitating discussion. Um, so if you go to their page at CEPL in capital letters, underscore UBC, um, you can find a lot of their papers, but Again, as I said, what it's also doing is um, it, Twitter, for some reason, over the last couple of months, has become more and more interactive for people in our field. We've got physical therapists chiming in. We've got you know people like uh, myself, where we're kind of uh, exercise physiologists chiming in. We've got people in the trenches chiming in, where there's some really good conversations on how to translate the research, what is the latest and greatest research, and um, 
how can we how can we do a better job of disseminating this information? So again, if you find CPL, CEPL on on Twitter or even go to my Twitter at Kieran Fairman, um, I'm sure you get a lot of really good information out of that. And that's where you can also be interactive. You can chime in. You can um, if you are a patient or survivor, feel free to ask us questions and we'll respond. If you're a professional, ping a question out there and we'll kind of chat amongst it, uh, chat about it amongst ourselves. And uh, it's really good just to kind of have have that ability to to be able to bring that discussion to the public and see what the latest and greatest is um so that's really cool in in the twitter sphere i have been i know i'm I'm really bad at instagram and facebook's algorithm has changed a lot and to be honest with you i wasn't great in with reach i wasn't good at it uh you know i I wasn't ever good at it. i was pretty lazy with my facebook page to be honest um i've I've been convinced to go to Instagram by um, a lot of people in the fitness industry are telling me and, and I'm kind of seeing the value of of putting yourself out there on Instagram and, and just the way their metrics work, it's a little bit more favorable for getting awareness and promotion out there. So I'm going to try and put out more relevant interactive content in on my Instagram page at Kieran Fairman or at Kieran F-A, C-I-A-R-A-N-F-A, where, you know, I'll put up different training programs or I'll put up um, you know some research and talk about the translational effects of it things like that where I'm really trying to push again the awareness the promotion of what we do um, but also just get the word out there and whatever media it takes to to do that and uh, people have been telling me Instagram seems to be the way to go there so that's kind of where I'm going to hang out I'm going to be on Twitter you know check it once or twice a day um, chime in on a conversation if I can and then Instagram I'll try to get out content more frequently i'm still getting used to um you know and even the fitness people man the cameras are such high quality i can't keep up with them so i'll try i'll try and see how we go with that um and then the last thing is we've got some really cool upcoming guests really cool i'm proud of of the lineup we have at least in the coming weeks and we've got prue cormie who is one of the world leading researchers in in this area and she's got a really cool program called X Med Cancer. Um she'll be on in a couple of weeks where we talk about X Med Cancer. It's a free program for uh cancer patient survivors in Australia. Um so I'll try and get the word out there. Um we've got Ken Martin who exercised during chemotherapy and I don't mean just kind of exercising while he was going on treatment. I mean while he was getting infused, he was sitting on a bike pedaling and exercising. And a kind of a lot of the basis of that was from Alison Bethoff's work and, and people like her, if you go back to episode thirty two, we chatted about it, where aerobic exercise has the potential to modify the microenvironment of the tumor. So that's what Ken was trying to do and a really cool dude and it was great to chat to him to get his perspective on on what he was doing, how it was received, um, the physician's perspective on it, things like that. Um, and then we've also got, as I said, some registered dietitians coming up where I'm really trying to uh, get more information on nutrition out there and also dispel a lot of myths because in the internet or on the internet, in the internet world, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of quackery out there and there's a lot of people who are taking that quackery on board and using it as standard conventional treatment. There's a lot of people foregoing um, really effective standard treatments for cancer and trying to implement nutritional protocols. And this this is is one of the biggest points I'll ever have for REACH, for this field in general. Exercise and diet may complement treatment. 
it should never be used in place of chemotherapy or radiation or immunotherapy. It should be carefully prescribed as an aside or as a complement or as a supplement to those, never in place of. And so what what the goal is with the nutrition folks is, is really trying to cut through a lot of the myths with that as well. But also... Um, see what we can take away in terms of tangible, usable, actionable items. Um, So that's pretty much it in terms of the updates. Again, this was just kind of a quick one to uh, reintroduce myself, uh, apologize for the delay, and kind of give you an update on on what we've got going on moving forward this year. Um, So again, if you want to, jump on Twitter. Uh, For the people who are interested in the Hero Program, give me a DM at Kieran Fairman on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram at KieranFA. And if you can, if you're a fan of the podcast, um, I've been told this stuff matters, uh, jump on iTunes and give me a quick review, whether it's one star, five stars, whatever. But leave a quick review and that will help the podcast grow and and you know continue to build awareness of our field. Um, so thanks a lot, guys. Uh, I really appreciate you tuning in and we'll see you next time.